Hello, you are listening to the first episode of Power Playthrough. I hope you are having a amazing Power Morphicon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first episode is re-recorded because our first episode is terrible. <laughs> well, it's um, it's knucklehead terrible. <laughs> it's knucklehead terrible. I like that. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of loose. You know, it's kind of loose, kind of kind of weird, kind of. We play this whole spaghetti. first season real fast and loose. Yeah. So, just like just like Saban did. Yeah. So we hope that you enjoy the first episode. You had the power. Welcome to Power Playthrough, a Power Rangers retrospective. My name is Dan. My name is Freddy. And my mouth refuses that word. So we might have to change it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I could say it, I guess. If you want to be the intro boy, you could be the intro oh, boy. I mean, maybe we'll test that out in, in the season two. Yeah. Y'all, we're going to have me fumbling over words for a whole season. Um <laughs> We are re-recording this first episode three weeks out from Power Morphicon because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's knucklehead terrible. Yeah. So. It's funny, but, like, it's just not, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't fit, like, what we're doing. Yeah. You know, as, as far as, like, it's more of a kind of like a, like a, like a supplemental kind of thing. It'll be out there. You You can trust it'll be out there. We'll put them on the Patreon, and we'll put them on there for free. Yeah. It'll... Gosh. <laughs> That's not real. Oh. I don't think that'll ever be incentive for people to pay money if they hear that. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to... But, yeah, it'll be out there. And, but it's just... Once we found this format that we did... Once we, like, stuck with this format... Yeah, it worked it out. It really feels like the show is a show <laughs> instead of... And, you know, what's not really a show is the first three episodes of Mighty Morphin yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, I the first... <sighs> so here we are. Day of the Dumpster. We're back. We we tsunami ourselves. Yeah. You know? It's like we were, we're at the um, Namek Saga, and Goku is just about to go Super Saiyan, and then they just start the saga over. I remember Toonami doing that, or Cartoon Network specifically doing that. Yeah. And... We're kind of doing it to ourselves right now. Thankfully, we're only dipping our toes into the first three episodes, so we don't have to slog through all that spaghetti. Yeah, I'm just going to spend hours and hours and hours editing, making it not sound like spaghetti in the future. Yeah, uh, but Day at the Dumpster, I mean, I feel like... You gotta scoot back. <laughs> yeah. Gotta scoot back for this dumpster. <laughs> yeah, let's give... Yeah, let's give give the give the dumpster a wide berth here. 
Day of the Dumpster, man. First episode of Power Rangers. And there's some interesting things that happens in this that I don't quite remember. But of course I don't quite remember. Even though... We watched it a few months ago. Yeah. Almost a year. Yeah, I mean, a few months, a year, <laughs> whatever. Still, the very... The very American astronauts, you know. The very Japanese astronauts. I know, that's that's a joke. Oh. <laughs> Man. That's, you got to clue me in when you're telling jokes so that I can play along. That's not, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> I shouldn't have to preface it people that I'm about to tell them a joke. I would hope they would just laugh at it <laughs> for the right reasons. Um, yeah, but we get we get those astronauts in the little, uh, the tinfoil kind of uh, spacesuits. Oh, what's this over here? Yeah, yeah, very, (laughs) oh, super, super anime kind of bad, bad dubbing, you know. Let's go touch this shiny red crystal on this golden Well, they call it a dumpster. They call it a dumpster. Yeah. Which is what I was talking to you a bit before we got into the shenanigans we did before, right before we turned on the mics, but why do they call it a dumpster? It's not called a, it's not called a dumpster in Zeod Ranger or anything like that. Is it just a 90s thing that bad guys are trash people? It's so 90s. That cartoon villains are trash monsters. Yeah. Because the whole, eco, the whole eco thing that's going on and all yeah. that. So, like, yeah, so she, yeah, she comes from a dumpster. They call it a dumpster. She pops out of the dumpster. And I never really paid attention to this. When the astronauts run away, you know, and she terrorizes them. She says, stick around so you can see me destroy the nearest planet. <laughs> Here's my coming out party where I destroy the planet I'm closest to. Yeah. Earth. I never... <laughs> that was it. That was the whole thing. It's just like, what's the nearest planet? <laughs> I woke up. Blow it up. That's really... Well, you know, it's real petty. But that's Rita. So Rita, I guess it's This good. Rita isn't nearly as petty. This, I mean, she's petty in the sense that, like... Okay, well, this is what I do. I wake up after. Oh, you mean opposed years. to opposed to Bandora? No, no. Like just... later, like after the boss. Oh yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. After yeah, the boss yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. on his way down from corporate, uh, where where she's yeah going off the deep end and all that. Yeah, I got you. This yeah, one sure. is this one is all right. Well, I woke up and I'm evil. What am I going to do? I got to destroy a planet. What's the closest one? Oh, the one that I was on before. All right. Well, let's blow that one up, and then the rest of it's like, no, nah, the Rangers got in my way. My plan was to destroy the planet. I'm going to destroy the planet. Going to mm-hmm. keep trying. And then it's later, it's like, oh, you think Halloween's cool? Well, you guess think what? She I'm going to send down a pumpkin wrap. <laughs> pumpkin wrap. You think, you think she has like a quota of meat? Is um, it like, come out, or is that just kind of like a like you go to prison, you know, you beat up the first guy you see, or not the first guy. Kind you, of. You beat up someone, and you like, you know, it's a power statement. Kind of, but... Uh, I know you're not keeping up on the boom stuff. Right. But in, I have it. <laughs> in one of the more recent issues, I think the 25th anniversary one, there's a Goldar thing where Goldar and his brother are rising through the ranks. Yeah. And they go to see Zed after Zed has been defeated by oh, I think I, I think I did read that one, though. Uh, and he makes Goldar kill his brother. Yeah, yeah, I did read that one. And he's that like, one's actually super gnarly. And he's like, there's a, there's a witch out near Earth named Rita. Yeah. Uh, She's starting to do big things. Go make sure she does big things. And then they get captured in the dumpster? Yeah, and then they get dumpster captured. Okay. Yeah. So Rita pops out of the dumpster, and that's the first thing she's going to do is destroy the nearest planet. We have our setting. She doesn't know that Zordon didn't... 
Zordon was just like, all right, you're in the dumpster, you're on the moon, you're fine. He could have been like, all right, let's put you in the little pot and then just kick you out into space. Yeah. She could have come out near any planet. She'd been kicked out into space for 10,000 years. Luckily, Zordon just had like Pretty a really st- bad punt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, serendipitous for us as well that Zordon was just still here and all that. Well, he's trapped in a time warp. I know he's trapped in a time warp, but like, it, they could have done, I don't know, like, it could have been like, Alpha, go to Aquatar or something, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna conk out for a few years. You know what would be cool is if Zordon was just everywhere at once. That he mm. just, like, was, the tube was if there got for a him tube, to talk. <laughs> if you got a tube handy, he, he can be there. Yeah. Like, he can, like, his presence, or his, uh, he could talk to you. But if he is, like, I like that, maybe he, like, kind of travels. The Morphin Grid, which is, like, ley lines, you know, and he can just travel through that. Universal ley lines. Universal ley lines. But if he has, if there's a time warp tube or whatever. Tube what warp. Tube, tube, what is the tube called? Is it What's tube the called? tube called? It's called the tube. <laughs> it's <laughs> called the Zordon tube. <laughs> it's called the Z-tube. The Z-tube. If you have a Z-tube handy, he can talk to you. But Zordon is omniscient or omnipresent. Right. Wouldn't so. it be cool if Zordon and Zed were the same person, just the good and the bad? Kind of like, like fractured off each other. Yeah, that could be interesting. Or is Zordon fractured off a of Dark Spectre? Mm, probably Dark Spectre. Just because you know Dark Spectre, big bad, and all. Yeah, that. you know they had to reuse that suit. Zed, like, I don't like putting Zed lower than other bad guys, but that's just kind of. The hole they put themselves in, like Dragon Ball Z does, or Dragon Ball Super does. Well, like, they only ever put him... Dragon Ball Z does and Dragon Ball, just Dragon Ball in general. The only level they put him below was Dark Spectre. They put him, like, Master Vile, too. I feel like that was just, like, a father-in-law machine And the Machine Kingdom, right? Well, he'd been defeated so many times that you just kick a brother when he's down, you know? Yeah, like, okay, all right, I see what you mean. Like, he's he's on the level, if not above Machine Kingdom, but after such a long... War of attrition with the Rangers, the machine. They empire. were vulnerable to the machine empire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I accept it. Accepted. Uh, yeah. I guess that's true. But I don't like doing that. That's why I don't like that kind of. I like the Super Sentai way of things, where each season's new setting, new villains. No one's more powerful than anything else that came before. It's just. Yeah. The. Because I, I don't know, that's that's maybe that's just a hangout with me. I don't like when... I mean, like, in 20 episodes, I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> about the power increase and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, anyway, <laughs> so we cut to the juice bar, and um, it's a glorious day in Angel Grove as we see it for the first time. And actually, the news, the news, or <laughs> not the news, the radio guy. Angel Grove Radio. Yeah, yeah, the, the disc jockey. He gives a shout out to Ernie at the ki- Ernie and the kids. Ernie and the kids at the juice bar. Ernie, keep those fruit juice shakes flowing. Yeah, which I was gonna do a quick Google of it. Um, when did when did smoothie come into the vernacular? I want to know. Health food stores on the west coast of the United States began selling smoothies in the 1930s. Okay, were they always known as smoothies? The actual term smoothie was in use in the recipes and trademarks by the mid-1930s. Wow. In the 60s, they were sold by ice cream vendors at health food stores. Maybe shakes were just like a 90s 
thing, though. Like, let's get some shakes, you know? Yeah. Because we always abbreviated well, things. in the 1970s, they added ice milk to them, and they were called the fruit shake. Oh, okay. Fruit, so, okay, so that is, it's like, it's like pop. You know, soda and pop and all yeah. that. So it's like smoothies or fruit shakes. Well, if you have ice milk in there instead of ice cream, oh. it's a fruit shake. So oh, okay, so there's actual uh, there's an actual difference. So yeah. Ernie's putting putting that ice milk in these in these uh, fruit shakes. Yep. All right, I'm laying off Ernie. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, not future or like not future future Freddy is laid off. Past Freddy though, you're gonna hear probably <laughs> something or another. I can't remember. I'm upwards not very good of, at this. Upwards of an hour of talk about popcorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Past Freddy is not gonna let you off on some grievances, but uh, <laughs> current, present Freddy. Gonna let you off on this fruit shake mishap yeah, yeah, yeah. that the radio I, put on you. I educated myself. I am no longer ignorant. Well, Dan educated me. I'm no longer ignorant to the whole fruit shake thing. You keep making the fruit shakes and the tropical or exotic fruit shakes and all that. Uh, where were we? This, oh, is, this yeah, is where yeah. we get an affinity for the Rangers and each of their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we see them all like... Uh, Kim is on the balance bar. Yeah. Trini is doing Tai Chi. And then Zach and Jason are... They're kind of just... They're sparring a little bit. Yeah. You, but Zach is... Learning from Jason because yeah. Zach's more of a dancer than Zach's a incorporating his dancing as you know as he wants to do, and uh, Jason is showing him uh, he's, like he's how teaching. to incorporate with the martial arts. Yeah, Jason's teaching him Aikido, and mm. then Zach is incorporating hip hop to make hip hop keto. I like it. Yeah, that's it's good e- stuff. That's exactly what's happening, honestly. So we're starting to learn the affinities, and then Billy is going to learn karate. From Jason. Yeah. They they um they address that Billy is a novice yeah. at, at uh the martial arts. He comes in though full gi with the blue headband stuff, looking good. Yeah. Uh and uh right away we get introduced to Vulcan Skull. So Vulcan the, Skull, man. The other day on Instagram, yeah, uh, David Yost posted his first headshots where in all of them it was him being like a punk kid. Like one was, I'm a punk skateboarder. One was, I'm a punk lifeguard. (laughs) 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 And then the other one was like, I'm a punk. I'm, I'm an upset doctor. (laughs) Upset doctor. (laughs) It's so funny. That's good. Upset doctor. And he's like, these are the photos that I used when I wanted to get power Rangers because I had to show my range in acting. And it was from being punk teen to punk doctor, because I wanted to be angry Doogie, and he got he got nerdy Billy off of Angry Doogie. Wow, was Doogie House her show at this time? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was like a show in the late eighties, right? I don't remember. I remember or early nineties, very early nineties or late eighties. I remember watching Doogie in like nineteen ninety six. Well, I mean, the reruns. Yeah, re- Doogie same, reruns. Same, yeah, and didn't... I'm sure he eventually became, like, teenage doctor, right? Oh, that's not as cute as baby doctor. Baby only, yeah, for sure. But I'm pretty sure he stayed dooging it up, even in his teens. Hmm. How old was he when he started? I don't know. That's, well, let's not go... Let's, let's, not, not, let's yeah. not go on a Doogie rant? Yeah, but... I'm pretty sure, dude, if not still running, syndication is going strong. 
because I remember a big thing, and I totally lost what we were talking about. Like Bulk and Skull have just shown up. Bulk and Skull have just shown up, <laughs> and and uh, these boys immediately start start uh, John with uh, with with the girls. They want to know uh, if they were still cool with the, that date that, that they wanted to bring date. up. Yeah, which I feel like was never mentioned until just now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the girls didn't know about it. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know it was right off the bat. I didn't remember. It was just straight up. Trini's like, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. And, then and like, she... a, like a little catty comment is made. And first instinct, first showing of her boys. Attack these women. Leave us alone is said. And that is a trigger for Bulk <laughs> and Skull. Until, like Zach comes up and like diffuses it a bit. You know, they don't want to mess with Zach. Well, I mean, and Bulk wants to mess with Zach, but Skull's like, nah, just make Bulk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But um, Kimberly says we got this. And Bulk's instinct is to just charge at them. And Skull, being the best friend of Bulk and seeing his best friend charge, also charges at them. And they both get, like, kind of hip-tossed onto the mats behind them that were on the adjoining sides of the balance beam and all that. Do you think Bulk and Skull never learned past fifth grade ethics where it's like, hey, let's hurt the girls. That's how we show them that we like them. Oh, right, right, right. So more, uh, yeah, yeah, arrested development kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's a good idea. That's 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 interesting. I don't want to... Don't get, don't, don't make excuses for I'm not making excuses for, for violence, that's for sure, but... It is interesting that that is that's the first thing bulk. <laughs> it's like no, we gotta hurt him. We charge at him. <laughs> we charge at him and we hug him. Like or what? What is like what? <laughs> are you gonna fight him? Like hey, I don't, if we if we put our hands on these girls, they have to go out. They're ours if we touch them. <laughs> <laughs> that's their thought process. <laughs> you mm. know, it's like if you're you know how like when oh. you eat at my house, if you grab it, it's yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's it. Like, okay. Yeah, if you're at the buffet and you put that on your plate, it's yours. If I, t- if I touch her, she's technically on my plate, so she's yeah, mine. Yeah, so these, yeah, these, regardless, we get our first taste of Vulcan Skull, and it is just that he's... It's problematic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's problematic, and these boys have, uh, they have, again, a lot of, uh... They got some stuff to work through. Yeah. The whole Arrested Development thing I was talking about. They're just very immature. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... They're just talking about, hey, we gotta go take over Earth. Yeah, Rita's talking... Yeah, they're they're going over what they want to do to take over Earth. Goldar has his first few episodes voice, which is kind of like he's working through some strep or something. Yeah, I think he just woke up. You know that, like... I'm sure one of these intros that I record before the shows is going to be like, "Hey, you're listening to Power Play Through It. <laughs> it's four o'clock in the morning at Power Morphicon." That's kind of what it's going to be like, and that's the voice that he's working with. Yeah. But then we cut to back to the maybe youth center. Just, maybe you should send down some buddies, and then they'll send down a monster to, to join them before they're able to collect themselves. Yeah, it's not full on. No, he's not, yeah, he's and pointing and he's, all of that. He's not feeling himself yet, and he's not saying it with his chest. 
you know, he's kind of locked up here in the throat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, nothing important is said. <laughs> nothing Jason, important is said in these episodes at all, honestly. Jason's teaching karate to Billy and the class. Yeah. And Bulk and Skull come in, they're like, I want to not learn some geek karate. Yeah. Um, so Jason shames him. Yeah, he does some moves and has Bulk mimic him, mirror him. He's like sidekick, and Bulk pulls off a nice sidekick. He gets kick. some good height on the sidekick, honestly. Yeah. Like he, for a large fella, he gets some... Get some yeah. good extension on it. Uh, Jason then then does... The tornado kick. Yeah, he does a tornado kick, as he calls it. Bulk attempts it. Uh, just Basically just throws himself on yeah, the Yeah, completely loses his axis. Like, <laughs> and just lands on, the, lands on the ground face first. And everyone laughs and claps. <laughs> like everyone <laughs> everyone laughs and claps, up. including Skull. And, uh, and then Jason's Jason like, bows. And he goes, class is dismissed. We just shame this guy. That's it. He told Billy he did a good job, but he pretty much called Billy out for doing a bad job yeah. earlier. And yeah. uh, more establishing who the characters are. Trini is very logical and kind of oh. uh, grounded. She says it's you know it's you got to believe in it and so on and so forth. Uh, it's it's not that hard. Uh, an earthquake kicks in. <laughs> Just an earthquake so kicks in. And Ernie comes up and he's like, who ordered the spinach juice? And everybody points at somebody different. And I didn't notice that. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, and then they go, oh no, it's an earthquake. Everyone be calm. And he throws a shake in Yeah, he face. has a platter of uh, he has a platter of the shakes and just, and just upends it on bulk who's <laughs> sitting on a stool. And what's funny is like everybody's doing the fake shake. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. for Skull, who's sitting in the seat, and he picks up one of the cups and starts drinking out of it. Well, he just has incredible balance, I guess. Yeah, I mean... That... Uh, for Yeah, he just has incredible balance, man. His whole his whole life has been in a quake, you know? He's been keeping on his feet. He good. Uh, we cut to the command center for the first time, and... We get Alpha holding his cute little Alpha bear. Yeah, he's got a little love-love. I don't know if you... I don't know if you you called that that. No, I just um, maybe that's only what you call it when it belongs to a gorilla, but uh, love, love is a, like a stuffed animal. Oh, see, I had a bear that was branded Snuggles. It was Snuggles the bear. Okay, and we just called it my Snuggle. <laughs> I like that. My oh. Snuggle. That's my Snuggle. So when we cut to the commands that are like he's he has his uh, his stuffed bear, the little alpha bear. Um, he says, oh, no, it's the big one. More kind of like 90s references. Because, yep. you know, And they're in Southern California, so. Yeah, I believe there was like a giant earthquake like that year. Yeah. Right? Because how I know that earthquake is a... Uh, you a, were in it. I, well, I wasn't. I was adjacent to it because it's still in San Bernardino. Hmm. So, but my parents felt it. I slept through the whole thing. And my mom always says that as like a little, you know, story. But, um... Yeah, like he's like, oh, it's the big one, and <laughs> Zordon very like matter of fact, <laughs> calm down, it's Rita, calm yeah. down, you're a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> should be acting that way. Um, he's, it's Rita attacking the planet. Bring us five. That can't be overbearing right. and emotional human beings. No, that can't be right. That, that is can't. exactly what he said. Overbearing and over emotional beings. Yeah. No. That's not a sound plan. No. 
Now, does that not have something teenagers. to do? Does that have something to do with? Yeah, I know. Like it's a lead into a joke. You know, it's like overbearing and over emotional beings. It's like not teenagers. You know, like I get that, but like kayfabe something here real quick. Is that? Do you need that? Do you need to be like a highly like so highly emotional person to connect into the morphing grid? No, because it seems like you got this figured out. So when the Rangers show up, Mm -hmm. Zordon doesn't offer them the power. Zordon gives them the power and says, go, I'm not, I'm not teleporting you back. (laughs) That's true. And you're not a power ranger until you morph the first time, essentially. Yeah. So he sends them out there into the world. Knowing that they're going to get attacked by putties. Knowing that they're going to use those powers. Mm-hmm. So. He th- he threw the kid into the deep end. Yeah. He needed someone that was over emotional that was going to freak out, but then use it anyway. Okay. I like it. All right. He needs people that don't have any control on their own brains. Because teenagers That's don't have any control yet. That's true. Everything is the end of the world. And legitimately, when you're in the end of the world, when a space witch is sending down monsters, yeah, uh, and you think everything is the end of the world, and you think you can make a difference. Yeah. So, they, yeah, what happens, what you said happens, which is they get, they get transported to the command center, and uh, they run into Alpha first. Who but Zordon, ha- like, bloviates the whole thing. <laughs> Hello, humans. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so Alpha, they see Alpha. Alpha gets a bit in, gets a little funny goofing because this just kind of seemed to be the thing. Thankfully, this didn't stay. This wasn't, like, obligatory every single episode. Yeah. Alpha comes in, immediately trips. Like, Alpha's so clumsy in these first few episodes. Um, and we get Alpha's POV. Which mm-hmm. looks like a Game Boy camera with some like petroleum jelly, yeah. like swiped over the screen, and uh, Billy does some Billy. Well, actually, it's not super Billy jargon. He just says yeah. it's a sentient automaton, a sentient automaton, which is exactly what he is. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. It's really weird that he gets that though, just from the thing falling over. I wouldn't get that. Yeah, oh, I like, would think, oh, these guys have a guy in a suit that can't see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a real low visibility in that. Yeah, that'd be my first instinct, too. Not not to say, like, oh, it's a sentient automaton. Um, Zoran hands over the morphers. Mm-hmm. Like you said, no prep outside of just their morphers. And when in danger, you raise them to the sky, calling your dinosaur's name. You will morph into a fighting force. Known to one and all as the Power Rangers. Nobody yeah. knows who the Power Rangers are. <laughs> no one does. But uh, maybe not. Maybe it's just an Earth thing. Maybe Earth is just behind on it. But you're right when he puts on airs for them because he calls them humans and he's like, ah, oh, non-believer. And them. then he also like kind of gives them a little like boost. He's like, Jason, you're bold and powerful. You're going to be the T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. He you're does. clever and brave. You're going to be the Mastodon. Kimberly, you're graceful and Smart. Pterodactyl. (laughs) (laughs) Patient and wise, the powerful Triceratops. Fearless and agile, the saber-toothed tiger. That's more of a... That's more of a pterodactyl right there. I guess so, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Smart's more of a training thing. Wise is a Billy thing. Yeah. 
Actually, right, the, the smart's a Billy thing. thing. Wise is a training thing. Yes, you got it. High wisdom. And they're, they're showing off... High like, wisdom, high agility for Miss, Miss Trini. Yeah. But, um... A fearless and agile is a Kimberly thing. Yeah. Zach... the power of the crowd. Zach is the first one that says, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, he's like, what do, what do you mean? This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says, this is stupid. And Zora's like, all right, let the power protect you. <laughs> See you later. You're going to be Power Rangers. Now get out of my Jewish temple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alpha... Alpha's, I guess, disagrees and puts does a little ah yeah yeah. We get the like the first full one, I would say, puts his hands on his hips and just goes, "Why'd you let him go?" Yeah. And then they go down the mountain, and we get to see pilot footage because there's a couple times where Saban did not want to shoot twice, and Jason's wearing them whites. Yeah, he's wearing the white ringer shirt. <laughs> yeah, and um, all of that. Yeah, we we see pilot Trini. Uh, or at least uh, from the distance or behind. Um, We're going to see her more than once. So. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to the palace. And so Rita's surprised by the teenager thing. Yeah. Even though we come to find out this is not... It's not the first time she's faced the Rangers. Yeah. And it's not, like, not Zordon's MO, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know. Whatever. You know, it's like, teenage, uh, we're going to send down some putties. And we see the the... I like that they all the monster matic going, kind of like a fanny pack. They do, they do. Like they're holding their merch money in it. Um, yeah, we we see the monster matic in action for the first time. The putties are sent down. Putties are uh, made in like, ten seconds. She, she does. Uh, the, <laughs> she does a blast from her wand. It blows up a rock behind the rangers that are walking, which is clearly pilot footage because that was expensive. They are not shooting that again. And uh, the putties show up, and the rangers are like, well, they're, this they're is the first time the putties are introduced into the ecosystem of Angel Grove, which will they will become a key part of. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's some tall putties, some thin putties in some ill-fitting costumes. Yeah, there is no... Gotcha. No one's wearing Spanx. <laughs> no, one, no one's filling out their costume right. There's a lot of extra room. Yeah. They don't have the... They, that is a lot. They don't. They don't lot. have the put. They don't have the putty silhouette down yet. So they're fighting the ill-fitting clothed putties, and they're overwhelmed pretty easily. But yeah, each of I them mean, are Zach, thrown. Zach and uh, Jason hold their own a little bit, but they're each kind of thrown silly into a pile of people. Yeah, the last two to get thrown in are Trini and Jason. Yeah, it's a teenager pile. They get tossed into, and then Jason says my favorite line in the whole first episode: "These power morphs give us power." Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. do the Morphin time. It's great, and they're not sent to fight the putties, but they're sent off to fight Goldar. They're like, "No, don't worry about these putties. Yeah, they, they, they're going to turn into and dust." Immediately, Zordon's like, "You did it. You know, now let's go handle the real problem. Don't worry about those guys." Sends them to fight Goldar <laughs> um, on a roof somewhere in the city, in Angel Grove City. Yeah. Rita just sent down Goldar. They're going to go fight Goldar on a roof. They do the shot we see many, many times, which is the motion blur jumping into the air. And that is actually one of my favorite Jason lines. It was like, well, they're all like marveling at the whole Where are thing. we going? Yeah. Oh, man, what is this? Jason's like, we're going to save the world. I like that. I don't know why. I really, oh, really like Oh, because this that. is where the glass earth starts. 
<laughs> oh, a taste of power, you know? Yeah, he's got some power. Now he's going to go on a rampage. <laughs> but it's a good rampage. Yeah. Yeah, he's on our side. He's got a gun that's also a sword, and he's going to fight these guys with sword hands, and he's going to fight the big gold dog man. Yeah, we get our first Sentai footage fight, and... uh, So dope. It is. It's like I said as we were watching this, re-watching this, that this is still very cool. Just because you... Maybe it's just because you know what this leads to and what this means, the significance of it all, but... It's still really, really cool to see it. And the music is going, the theme is playing and all that it, with the lyrics. It's just, it's, uh, still does it for me, I guess. I guess that's the best way to put it. It still does it for me. Um, Rita showing her impulsiveness. Uh, yeah, well, they're like, okay, well, why or... don't we make Goldar grow? Because Goldar's kind of just been taking it to task, taking him to task. But yeah, at this point, I don't think Rita's being impulsive. Like her whole MO is that she wants to destroy the earth. So why is she wasting time? Yeah, uh, we get our first pose down where they all have a one-liner. Uh, Goldar goes to stab him. Yeah, and we get the Zords. Yeah, uh, and it's the full Zord sequence. We get the raising out of the fire, walking, uh, coming out of the the ice caverns, the desert, yeah. the jungle, the volcano, everything. It. It's good. It's, uh, you, man, can't, it, can't, like, I talked about before where my first introduction to Power Rangers was the Pudgy Pig episode in Laughlin in a hotel while my parents were gambling and I was coloring in my my Ninja Turtles coloring book and I was using a grape marker grape scented marker because I was coloring Donatello's everything you know (laughs) like because it was Donatello and this was on and I stopped in my tracks you know and I was just like blown away but I can't imagine, like, or I, I can somewhat imagine being the kid to watch this very first episode and this this full Zord sequence happens mm-hmm. and just being, like, floored. You know, this is this is unlike anything a American kid. Well, it was five when this came out. In my mind, it was real. <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> That's how intense it was, you know? Like, it. I mean, it's... I was just talking about how as a kid... I was just talking about, like, as a kid, like, we... Visuals are are much more important to us than, than sound, mm-hmm. you know? And this was just, as far as that went, sensory overload. Later on, we'll, we'll realize how important the sound was to us, you know? Yeah. Like, how much of an impact sound plays. But as a kid, your perception really is just vision-based for the most part. Yeah, know, I mean... things that stick. The um, crazy riff that's played during this first fight is yeah. not any song we've heard before. No, 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 it's next episode. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Power playthrough. Um, but, yeah, it's... Wild. Oh, yes. Goldar slaps. As soon as they finish uh, combining, Goldar slaps the flat end of the sword across the face. <laughs> the bridge of the nose. <laughs> yeah, on the bridge. Of the, just gives him a quick whap, uh, which is great, which is really funny. It's um, really cool that all monsters respect the morph and respect the transformation yeah. sequence. Like this, yeah, this is it. We get our first straight drop kick. We also get our first uh, signature Megazord backfist. Yeah, you know, that he's quite fond of. I'm quite fond of. I mean, you should be too. Like it's 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 a it's a Megazord thing. 
The power sword's called down, but we do not. As soon as he sees the sword, he's like, oh, I could die here. I'm <laughs> yeah, <out>. Gold- <laughs> yeah, Goldar's, <laughs> Goldar's very pragmatic. Uh, he's out. He's in. I like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happens. Like, oh, that's a threat. They're like, this, that's, that's, actual, that's an actual threat to my life. I'm out. Your big fist doesn't do anything to me with that big, non-sharp piece of metal. Yeah, when that thing is charged with lightning. I don't want anything to do with it. You know what's crazy is that Goldar's sword is sharp. Yeah. Because Goldar's su- Goldar has grown magically. Yeah. So his sword is so much more deadly than the power sword. I guess that's true. Like, just for, for cutting, yeah. It's true. I guess... Yeah, I guess we just... Because we have seen the Megazord get cut up before. Yeah. But as far as not being cut up by Goldar's sword, I guess... Mm, there's got to there's sequences out there where they put you know they do the whole shoulder drag thing. It's, the Megazord's a dense boy. He's real blocky, real bulky. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of gears. It's gonna be hard to cut those gears. Once Goldar dips out, we get Rita's first little meltdown temper mm. tantrum. Um, very hmm. very typical stuff. Nothing nothing too out of the ordinary to speak on. Uh, we go back to the command center and we get the the kind of like. You guys, you guys are a team now. You use the powers, so now you're the, you're the Rangers. Yeah, we get sorry. We get the wrap up. They all agree to do it, except Not for Kimberly. Kim- Kimberly, who says she the helmet get her hair tangled up in that yeah, helmet. Yeah, the helmet messes up her hair. She's not going to do it. And they're like, "Oh, come on!" She's like, "Not." And Alpha has a problem. Alpha has like a little meltdown, a little um, kind of like uh, what's what was that co- the the logic loop? Yeah, you know this. This statement is a lie or whatever. Apparently, a '90s psych will break break a robot. Will break a robot. <laughs> oh, he's a oh, oh humor. What a concept. Well, I thought that he started doing that smoking thing. Like, oh, you think you're funny? I'm actually funny. Yeah, I thought he was gonna do a psych of his own. Yeah, but, but no, he was just he was really having a problem processing the the humor. Just having a fun alpha gag. Yeah, which is I'm again. I can't overstate how much I'm, like, how grateful I am that this not become a running thing. Like, I mean, for a few episodes it is, but they kind of give up on that. It's not that funny, and I agree. It's not that funny. We go on to the next episode now, and it's called uh, High Five, and we're starting at the Juice Bar. Now, and we, and I, I mean, can we talk about the name of this when episode When does it not quick? start at the Juice Bar, you know? Well, Why is this one called High Five? Like, is it because there's five rangers and one of them goes up high? Does it... Is it, like, just a... Is it yeah. a slapping monster? No. You, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Alpha 5 now. I am... Ay, ay, I didn't ay. think... Ay, 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 ay. I didn't think of this. Why is it called High 5? Is there a point in this where they... Where it's... Do I mean, they do it? No. Do they do like an all hand slap? Was that in? The, did that just happen in the previous episode? Or they they did a jumping? No, but I this, think they do a jumping high five and it's like a this is the cowabunga mighty, kind of thing. You know, this is the mighty Minotaur episode though. So there's no like. Hold on, hold five on, hold times. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They in the previous episode, they just end on um, Alpha. Nearly dying, yeah, from Kimberly's funny, funny joke, mm-hmm. and they just laugh. They don't do a high five, right? No, is they do do a high five 
in this episode, I believe, right? If they do a high five in this episode. But not in the previous... <laughs> no. I, that seems like a first episode thing, you know? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like, the, that's like a first episode thing. You get the jumping high five, the group high five out of the way. Maybe it's just like, kind of like a... No, they do the hands in. They do the hands in in the previous episode. They don't do a high five. Okay, sure. And this, in high five, they do a high five. Is that why it's called high five? I hope they do a high five. If they don't do a high five, I don't know what their naming convention is. (laughs) Because, well, this episode's based around... Trini's fear of heights. Trini's fear of heights. So the episode starts with Trini doing Tai Chi and Jason Beef Boy climbing a rope. Yeah, no no legs involved. Yeah, just all arms. Uh, Trey comes over really scared. Says you got to be careful. And Zach's like, "Don't make him nervous," which is a reasonable <laughs> thing to say when the man is twelve feet in the air. Jason's like, "I don't get nervous," and then he falls a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he he catches himself. Cause yeah. He's... Trini wants to stay safe on solid ground. Yeah. So there you go. We know Trini is. Definitely afraid of heights. Okay, so we get our first high five. Okay, that was a high five. With Zach greeting Billy like, oh, Billy the math man. Time to see ya. Um, Billy walks into the danger zone, which is the vinyl mat, as Jason's coming down, and Jason's beefy thighs just enclose around his ears. (laughs) (laughs) And they just start swinging. Yeah. Uh, Jason hooks his feet underneath Billy's arms and centrifugal force or something gets in the way here and they start... Well, he wants to get away. Billy only lives in oh, yeah, flight. Bi- yeah, Billy starts scrambling, that's right. And Jason just holds on because it's just... That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. And they start swinging Yeah, with with um, so with so Jason hooking on to Billy, holding on to the rope, and just... We, see, we actually see that a lot in this, which is... Jason just muscling around because <laughs> he, he, he is, there's no wire work involved in that. There, Not that I could see. He just has Billy hooked with his. <laughs> no, well, the wire work is him holding onto the rope. With well, his, yeah, that, I mean, sure, 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 but there's no harness or anything no. or Saban safety precaution. in 1992 <laughs> paid for everything with the buffet. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you want a good meal? We've got all your Jewish favorites here. <laughs> yeah, you're getting... <laughs> Is yeah. there pay for anything? No. Yeah. You and you and Walter are going to have to live together for a few years. Yeah. It's But it's impre- Bulk and Skull show up. Yeah, it's impressive nonetheless. Uh, Bulk and Skull come in. We got a Bulk and Skull gag, which is Bulk bets he can do it. Well... Jason kind of laughs and Skull gets in his face. He goes, you thinking Bulk can't do it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jason just kind of stares, stares at him. Stares him down. And he goes, yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. You're saying Bulk can't do it. <laughs> yeah, Skull figures it out on his own. He <laughs> stares him down so bad that Skull finishes the line of logic. You know, He's like, yeah, that's exactly oh, what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason stare reasoned. <laughs> with Skull. Skull stopped. You know, Skull full stop. was like, that's exactly what you're saying. My apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Bulk does try to climb it. Um, and he pulls the... Yeah, he first he falls down on his butt because, you know, funny. And then he tries again and he brings the whole 
the the whole thing down. Which it was on a stud, so it could have. It done had to be on real. a stud. It had to be on a stud. So that that did some real structural damage to it the did. juice center. But we get uh, some some drywall dropping on the boys on the ground. Everyone laughs because they were put in danger again. And, and that's really always gets funny. And goes, you should have showed us how it's done yeah. because she's a bully. Yeah, like we know Bulk and Skull are troubled, you know, and they can be problematic at times. You'll find out throughout Power Playthrough that we're pretty staunch defenders of them just because we feel that they're misunderstood and they're not given the proper uh, care or attention they need uh, by, by the school, by, the by doctors. By, yeah, by the system in general. The, no one acknowledges that these boys need help because... Yeah. They they, they 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 want to be cool. They want to be friends with, with people, and they think being friends with people is by being the rudest, tootest dude there is. Because that's how, that's how you're cool. That's how you're cool. It's the '90s, after all. But um, yeah. Uh, so we go into we we uh, go into Billy's locker, and he has given the Rangers the iconic communicator. Yeah, we get the communicators. He gives he does a little Billy jargon where he says it's contextual. Uh, what is it? Using using waves and something that uh, they can. He says he says microphonically something. communicate. <laughs> he says something though where it's like it's push and talk, you know. But he says Oof. it in Billy way. Well, this is the episode. This is the episode where he uses. Oh yeah, well, don't don't say it. But yeah, he uses he makes communication advice using microwaves. He says. Yeah. Um. So that's how. So a way to connect to the command center. Um, we got some expensive watch bands. They respond to tactile pressure followed by auditory stimulus. Push and talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we get the first Billy jargon. Trini has to explain. They push well, the button. Well, the last episode we have it too, but not to this extent. And They push a button and teleport. Yeah. And there's a full-on Zumba class going on behind them. <laughs> and no one saw yeah, them teleport. Yeah, it's true. They're like, they are not, they don't even move out of the doorway. There's a full room of people there. Zumba. I just saw them turn to colors and disappear. Like, just saw them turn into colors and lightning and get transported up into the sky. Like, anyone could have saw that. Zordon says in, in the previous episode, that to never escalate unless Rita does it first. Not I always use powers for personal gain. Never use powers for personal gain and do not reveal your secret identity. Or you will lose the protection of the power. That I didn't pick up the first go around, which is, yeah, there's, there's a little caveat here where not only like are you not supposed to do this, but if you do do this, you are losing your power. Now, do you think, okay, so how familiar are you with Spider-Man lore? Decent. Okay, so do you know that nobody could figure out the identity of Spider-Man for a little bit because of a deal he made with Mephisto? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that it's the same thing? If they don't outwardly... That's how, that's how um, they undid the uh, Civil War stuff. Yeah. Where he revealed himself in a big press thing. Yeah. Mephisto made it so everyone... As forgot. long as he gave up his love with Mary Jane. Yeah. So, end up, Aunt May comes back to life. Yeah. Uh, One more day, right? Yeah. Back yeah. in black into one more day. Yes, 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 yes. Um, do you think that it's something similar like that? Like, you have the protection of the power right now. So, like, you can do stuff that's kind of outwardly doing this, but if you reveal to your 
to people that you're a Power Ranger, that's when you lose the protection. So what are you saying the protection is? The protection is, like, they can teleport sometimes. They can't, like, look at look you dead in the eye and go, and then be gone. Right. But, like, they're off in a corner trying to hide themselves. So, the power is protecting them. So it kind of... Okay. Like, Zordon is a magical being. So it's like a... It's a bit... Harry Potter-ish, kind of, where it's like, it dulls the... Dulls the senses of the muggles, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think that that might be what the protection of the power is. Like, yeah, you get the super suit and you get to fight, but Now and then, Jason, you can scream in the hallway. It's morphing time. Yeah, just don't look somebody in the eye when you're doing it. yeah. You can yell Tyrannosaurus at the top of your lungs. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I yelled that in school at the top of my lungs. And it wasn't followed, you know, like, you know, it's more, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, preceding uh, its morphin' time or anything like that. I'm just yelling Tyrannosaurus because that's just the kind of kid I am. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I like that. I, I like that. That. I can accept that. that the, like, if they ever told a little kid that they were Power Rangers. Don't they tell a little kid that they're Power Rangers? No. No. Isn't there a cousin or something that finds out that they're Power Rangers? No. They're in the whole first season. They, like, move kids off just to the side. Oh, man, we're going to look real silly if that episode comes around. No. We're not. They don't tell anyone that they're Power Rangers. I guess, okay. The only time that I feel like that people could find out that they're Power Rangers is during the Pinoctopus episode. Yeah. Of all the episodes, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they get transported to the command center, but since this is new technology and they don't quite have it uh, calibrated, they end up dogpiling our poor little Alpha 5. Yeah. Um, and Alpha 5 says something... A little problematic here. <laughs> Which actually comes into the next episode. Yeah, it's... All it's right. not... It's problematic in the least problematic way. Yeah, I mean, it's harmless. But it's... It is just It's like, just insensitive. It's... <laughs> it's he just says, what's up, homeboys, homegirls? What brings you to the hood? Yeah, like, you trying to connect with them? Do you think, <laughs> do you think that they'll talk like this? Okay. Uh, um, Zach has a funny line though. I do like the, the line that that follows it, which is he's been watching too much TV. Yeah, that makes sense. They're inside it. That's all that Alpha does with that viewing globe. Is just watch TV. Just Golden Girls reruns all day. Yeah, and uh, Fresh Prince, Step by Step, Step by Step, Family Matters. Oh, he's definitely an Urkel fan. With how? Many oh trips. my gosh! Yeah, he is an Urkel. So that's. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's earthling humor. Yeah. That's why I fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're friends. I I I I I have a catchphrase too. Yeah. It's not a did I do that, but it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah, Mick. Hmm. You think it's like a beast wars situation where where are so like the unformed transformer hits the planet, right? Mhm. And they need to find a form to 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 be their beast form, right? The, or it doesn't have to be beast form, but whatever, right? In Beast Wars, there are no vehicles because this is a primordial Earth. Yeah. They scan and they find animals to turn into, right? 
you think that's kind of like a situation with Alpha coming online that like it needs to like scan and it like scans through TV waves and it find like the first thing it lands on is Urkel. Yeah. And it's like because like Alpha's coming out of like dormancy. That's why he has that's why he has his little love love. He's coming out of dormancy. So now he's awakened and he scans so to take on a form for this time. And he was like, what's the highest rated block of programming? <laughs> oh, what is, we're watching what TGIF. Is com- what is the most comforting form to these humans? Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> the first, first thing it comes across is Urkel. Oh, man. <laughs> That's pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> like it could have been anything. Like think of it, any other like uh, TV. He could have. He could have watched Full House and Uncle Jesse did. Oh my gosh. He could have, but he also he could have been Uncle Joey. Could have been Uncle Joey. Yeah, that's a that's a dangerous coin flip. He could have. He could have been just smooth operator, or he could have been cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. He could have done that beaver voice. He could have been like. Hi, Rangers. Do you guys want some wood? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. World? Yeah. Oh, man. To think of that world where he he got the Uncle Joey personality archetype. Just Fiona Apple records one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I kind of want to... Well, I flat out want to see that alpha. I want to see that timeline... Where Alpha was at, so because this the most recent Alpha saw Bill Hader. Oh yeah, the most recent Alpha saw Bill Hader. Yeah, he watched some Saturday Night Live. Like, and Bill Hader was doing uh, doing some um, probably doing the uh, what's 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 the news? He was doing Stefan. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was the character he played on Weekend Update. But he, regardless, yeah, Bill, he, Bill Hader's the form he took. He came out and Bill Hader is a form. I wish he would have taken... Zoran doesn't bother with that. Bill Hader in the Californians. What's that? I wish it would have been Bill Hader in the Californians. <laughs> just any time the Rangers say something, just... Uh, what? <laughs> they dogpile on Alpha. Um, Alpha says, yeah, homeboys, homegirls, welcome, you know, what brings you to the hood? And they talk about how the communicators need to be fixed by Alpha, and we get another Alpha gag after this. Yeah, He's he just, just like, has a... He has like a a ram stick with a no. He's holding a communicator and he's got a little hot glue gun that he's like doing the thing with. Yeah, but it, it's like a little. It looks like a stick of ram. It is a remote control. Oh, it is. A, oh, look at that. And it's we're pausing got, it here. Look at it. And it's got like a little action figure piece. It's got guns from Titanus. No, it's got it's got like the jetpack bits that you always lost on the Megazord. Yeah. Up front, and it's got some like little ninety-nine cent store gun bits. Yeah, that is straight up a remote, though. Yeah, that is a Panasonic television remote. Yeah, and he's just rubbing it on the communicator, and he's like, "I just have to reflux that." Uh oh. And then he gets the zoomies. He does get. He does get a case of the zoomies, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> and he just runs around, and the Rangers move out of the way and just watch it. Let them, yeah. <laughs> they watch let, it like the way that you wa- when you get a new dog and how it's Saturday morning and you wake up yeah. and they're just running back and forth. In the yeah, house. yeah, yeah. You hear you hearing uh, the claws uh, on the, the carpet or the hardwood. Yeah, and just tearing it. Um, while that's happening, 
we jump to something equally important, which is back at the palace, the moon palace, and we have the time warp device. Yeah, which is a model space shuttle. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't watched... have any tiny children in it. Yeah, if you haven't watched the Arranger, this makes zero sense. It's yeah. just a weird form for her to choose for this device. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, it's a little little model of a space shuttle. We're going to get our first monster created by the Monstermatic, and wouldn't you know... Which one of these delightfully defi- delightful babies is going to be used? And he's like, no, no, I got something new for you. I'm making Bones. Bones. He's the first one. It's it's interesting. That's the first monster you fight in the Super Nintendo game. Yeah, because it's the first actual monster that they fight. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I didn't think there's any significance in that game why you fight Bones first. But maybe they didn't think there was any significance why you fight Bones first. Maybe it's completely co- coincidental that they have Bones as the first boss in that game. But yeah, you fight Bones. So cool. Real cool. Bones comes out of the monster matic. And it's just taking too long. They think he's going to get overcooked. <laughs> yeah. That's but true. he's not. He's going to come out. He's going to take his little head off. So he's at their surface. Yeah. It's good. I like Bones. He's I, got a I real would. long neck. Yeah, he does. Bones had a toy, right? Oh, absolutely. 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 He had a toy. Um, I didn't have it, but I remember that toy. I didn't really have villains. But uh, so they're getting sent down the time warp device with a little remote control. The little space shuttle goes flying down the earth, and we get a lot of Japanese footage of uh, people running Jap- from the space shuttle. Japanese commuters, yeah, running away from the space shuttle as it rampages through the streets, which is uh, really it's just. It's yeah. just it flying. It's just like a little model flying and driving. You t- like, in Z-Ranger, it has much more significance because there is tiny children captured inside it, and that's why these people are trying to get out of the way of it because, you know, they don't want to hurt they're the not children. Gonna, they're not going to hear about these children until tomorrow. Yeah. But it's all good. <laughs> but um, in in this sense, in this world, it's just a tiny little space shuttle flying through the streets. And it, uh, it, the American footage is it coming to a stop in some gravel and the little, the nose opens up. That's still the Japanese footage. That's Japanese footage? The only thing that they did was they changed it to downtown LA instead of downtown Tokyo. I don't remember it doing that in the, in the, uh, in Zero Ranger, but that was a long time ago for me, so, excuse me. But, uh, yeah, so it opens up a little time portal and... Well, the rangers are sent to investigate. Yeah. They morph, get transported out there. We get introduced to the, the cave. cave. The cave that gets a lot of traffic. This cave is... It's very easy to get a permit for. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you can shoot here whenever. Like, and there are putties in, around it. And they're like, no, we got stealth. And they're like, no, we don't have stealth. Yeah. Um, they get... Surprised by putties. They, they're watching putties like just kind of fart around in the entrance of the cave. Putties show behind them, and now we have to move away and we fight in this little kind of and they're, Nevada location. <laughs> I mean, Kimberly says that they have to morph, and Jason's like, no, we're not morphing. We have to fight him yeah, with our Zoran, own power. Yeah, Zoran says we have to fight him. He's basically talking about the escalating thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is good for him. He's sticking with it. 
Uh, he doesn't want to lose the protection of the power. He wants to be able to yell Tyrannosaurus in the hallway. Uh, they get to the get into a fight. We get into the first kind of like competent fight with Atomorph. Um, so we get Billy away. Yeah, they Trini and Billy like split up from the group, and then they split up further. Yeah, uh, Trini hides under like kind of like this rock outcropping, and Putties are looking for. Her. They look over the rock, but they don't look. You know, directly under it, so they don't. Which find is real it. weird. Yeah, but they're putties. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they are clay beasts made of dumb rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, these, is this clay's instincts clay's mixed it, with dark magic? I to I mean, not look behind you or to not look down, look directly ahead. That well, is the clay way. Well, I mean, when your eyes are that sunken in. You don't have much. Uh, you don't much got peripheral. peripheral or, yeah. So you should always be turning around and looking all around. That would make sense, like the way they move too, like and then the arms outstretched. Uh, Billy got himself in some trouble though. He's he's going up the mountain. Yeah, he found a tall spot and he's going to climb it. He's like, I I know how to get out of here. I got, just go up. They can't go up. They're made of clay. Clay can't go up. It can only stay in one spot. Yeah, he goes up high. Uh, putties chase him a or a putty <laughs> chases him all the way to a cliff and Trini's like no Billy get down it's too high it's too yeah. high for you this is like, yeah and this when is really it's just too high for her yeah it's this is a scene that gets revisited in the uh, Island of Fears yes where this was Trini's fear because this is Trini's fear which is the fear of heights and seeing I said fear way too many times there but, what is uh, it is it a fear it's a fear oh can you say what it is again. A phobia. Oh, I was hoping you'd say fear. Nope. Um, Trini is trying to get up to Billy, and she's trying to, like, kind of psych herself up. Like, And she's she just climbing this. on a rock that's not really helping her get up. She's yeah, just on she, a rock. She, yeah. <laughs> There's quite clearly a trail up there, but I guess this was the fastest way, because if she went up the trail, she'd have to go around. Yeah. Which is the way Billy went. So she's she's uh, doing some free climbing. Um the rest of the rangers are being encircled by five putties. Yeah. And we get a really weird sequence. Where weird in a gonna... sense, like, it's a weird tactic, but, like, also weird that it's... it's got, maybe it's just weird in all the sense. The way they're going to fight is going to be completely weird in all. Yeah, in all, all senses of the word. But Trini gets up there. She's able to draw <laughs> the putty away and stand in front of Billy to, like, guard him. But she just kind of, like, walks around the putty. Like, the putty was going to attack Billy, and it's like, no, now I'm going to attack you because you're a little further away, and that's a little more fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then he just, like, he bulks them, and he's just like, I'm going to run at you, and then he just can't stop running and jumps off the cliff. Yeah, they sidestep him pretty easily. Like a dumb clay uh, demon. We get quite a ugly uh, Billy, <laughs> Billy <laughs> term. Uh, not... <laughs> Man, he tells her that it was morphitudinous. Morphitudinous. First off, is there a word like that? Tudinous? <laughs> I gotta find this out right now. Because that, that was offensive to my ears. <laughs> when we heard it, we went, oh. Maybe, like, tudinous probably absolutely is a word or a descriptor or something. Don't put morpha in it or morph to... Yeah, don't put morpha in front of it. Okay, so... Yeah, so tudinous is a shortened version of the Latin word. Pull Crichton tudinous. Yeah, so it was... It was cool and beautiful. 
but more morphitudinous just because we're rangers now. Yep. That don't work though. Man, does that not work? It's not a good one. Uh, sorry, Billy. That one doesn't get a pass. Morphitudinous. Neither does this next part, because they say that Jason, Kimberly, and Zach they need they need some help. And when they get down there, the way that these three have figured out how to get out of this, yeah, out yeah. of this hug fight. <laughs> yeah, it is a big hug fight, honestly. Yeah. They, they do a human chain. Form where, a human chain now, which is Zach jumping on Jason's shoulders, planking, Kimberly hooking her arms on Zach's outstretched legs around his ankles. Yep. And then sticking her legs out. She's just sitting on the air making an L. Yeah. And Jason just spins. You, It's, it's hard to describe properly so you can visualize this. It's, they're making a T. 12 minutes, 29 seconds into the first episode. They're making a T with their bodies, with Zach. Second episode. Zach, yeah. Zach sitting on Jason's shoulders, then leaning back and planking. Kimberly hooking her legs on his ankles, making an L in the air, as Dan said. And then Jason just spinning. And he beats the putties, but we don't know why. Just step back. The putties keep walking into it. And uh, falling into cactuses, there's lots of there's lots of cacti hanging around. Um, they just fall into cactuses and they get uh, they get uh, and they run away. They get the prickly bits all over the backsides and they run away. Um, then uh, Reed has had enough sense on Bones. Uh, Bones has a really cool like I remember this where Bones has a really cool kind of like uh, it's like a speed blur kind of thing, but it's like kind of staggered almost it's like well each of his bones is to teleport separately is that what's going on <laughs> i don't think that's what's going <laughs> on <laughs> he has like this like like this kind of like shadow walk thing going on yeah it's just each of his bones yeah, like it's really cool looking i mean because all of his bones lay well, that's true maybe maybe you're right on that maybe you're right on that it is just all his bones individually uh <laughs> transporting to the location. Um, Zordon says, congratulations, overcoming your fear training. Uh, hold your positions, everyone. Scanners picked up a new threat. They find out that Bones has just been sent down to the amusement park. How do they know the creature's name is Bones? They just look at him and they're like, well, nah, they're, he's like, made of well, Bones. Well, there's a book, right? Yeah, that Rita I, has. That Rita has. But that, I feel, I feel like these monsters have been around before and Zordon has seen them all. This is just the newest, this is just, this is just uh, this time's iteration of him. Maybe Finster has like a little catalog that he goes through. He's like, oh, I guess I'm making a Bones today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the Rangers morph and they go to fight Bones, and Bones immediately throws his head in the air and it's... gets them stuck in a time warp. I wish there was more at the amusement park because I love those settings. But if you zoo remember age. the zoo footage, yeah. it was all out of more fighting. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I love that setting. It looks really cool. It's almost as cool as a house fight. Almost as cool. Almost as cool. And I... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they get transported to the Bone Zone or the Bone Forest or the... The, the Bones Zone is my favorite name for it. Bone Zone. Yeah, like possessive. Yeah, it's... Bone Zone. It's the Bones Zone. Bone Zone. 
Yeah. Which is going to be the name of this episode. Bone Zone. Um, we get some Chucks coming out. We yeah. get some Skeleton Warriors coming out. And uh, a Bones has a really cool kind of like neon green sword. Yeah, he's got... Translucent green sword. It's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> a Baboon Squat come out of a squash? Yeah, and they have decided that it's time to destroy the Bones Zone and the little rocket ship. Little space shuttle, it's back. There's no dialogue on this. No. So. Anyway, the, yeah, they have a cartoon bomb. Like a Rocky and Bullwinkle style cartoon bomb with a long fuse that they light. And when they light it, they play a cute little Mission Impossible little jingle. <laughs> yeah. If you caught that, it was neat. Um, the Rangers try to run to stop the bomb from going off. But Bones hits the ground. And since it's, as we've stated, his zone... He, he controls it here. The ground splits open and, and uh, puts a sizable di- uh, distance between them and the bomb. Yeah. Uh, they use their blasters, their blade blasters, to blow up Bones. They celebrate for a minute, and then they watch as Bones reassembles himself. They have to destroy his head. Mm-hmm. Billy jumps, steals his head. Uh, Trini runs through all the, the chucks, all the skeleton warriors, slashes him up, while holding, while holding Bones' head, which is wrapped in his own cape, and then throws it into the crater he made in the Bones zone. So, and it why, blows up. Why would he have lava in his own zone? I guess he didn't think of that when he opened up the earth. Yeah, he's like, you know, how? where is the Bones zone? Like, does there have to be lava in his area at a time? Apparently you access it via tiny space shuttle. Yeah, okay. We got that. We you access it via a tiny space shuttle, and uh, you have to. And Bones has to send you there too. Wait a minute. The tiny space shuttle opened up the ability Ta- to open up the warp. Yeah. And then yeah. Bones has Bones access ha- Bones- to his own zone. Yeah. And then in his zone, if he hits the ground hard enough. It creates an opening where he can be killed. That part was unforeseen by him. He didn't. But think... even if it didn't kill him, Babu and Squat put a bone bomb in the bone zone but they to didn't... destroy the tiny ship that made they it to the zone. They didn't stop the bomb either. They just lit the bomb, and then the fuse started going, and then they couldn't stop the fuse. So they pick up the ship and they leave with it. They don't even really leave with it. Because what happens next is Rita sends down another monster, which reaches into a building that is containing the bone zone. Yeah, this is, uh, is it Dora Knight? I don't remember. Or is it Dora Titan? Titan. Dora Titan. Something like that. Anyway, this is, yeah, we, since Bones is just dealt with, that was enough. There's no finish from like well she can't throw her spear into the bone zone. Yeah, because it's not her zone. Yeah. It's bone zone. But instead, she uses she she like uses the power of the moon to create this giant. Yeah. Like straight up, not a monster from the Monster Matic or anything. It's a giant that appears on Earth and reaches its hand through a building immediately. And it made its way into the Bone Zone. And made it, which we know the the ties to our the the doorway to our world or the walls to our world has been weakened. Wait, she says, moon dust, soft and pliant, 
make me a giant, something like that. Yeah. And the giant appears. Also, uh, Rita's palace is on top of the building. That's not explained because shut up. <laughs> but then... yeah, the, the monster reaches into the bone zone. They gr- he grabs Jason. The bomb finally goes off, which destroys the the ti- the time warp. The tiny spaceship and the time warp. And, and it sends them out of the time warp, which seems like was not beneficial to Rita at all. She could have kept them in the zone. Yeah. And then he just starts shooting. In the BZ. Uh, there's some actually really rad music that's playing throughout this. Very video gamey. Yeah. Uh, absolutely Wasser, Wasser-like, because... Um, it, it's got all his signature stuff going on it, but it's very unique. This isn't a song or, or anything that's that's really known. This is kind of just like a Wasserman flourish. Of, it's just a fight riff. Yeah, Wasserman flourish of Gnar. You know, um, made that one over lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> he definitely did. Um, Jason is in the grip of the Titan and he shoots the Titan with the Blade Blaster. Titan lets him go. They summon the Zords. We get... Not uh, all of them. They summon the T-Rex. And we get all of them. For the majority of the fight, it's just T-Rex versus uh, the Titan. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. So the T-Rex starts grappling with the Titan, with the giant. Um, We get some cool, just solo T-Rex action using the tail swipe and stuff like that, clawing at him. Um... The Titan has a sword. Going very, uh, he's a very generic monster, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we get the the jump drop kick from the Tyrannosaur, which is awesome. Uh, the rest of the Rangers just kind of watching, watching on in a, and like the T Rex is kind of like, oh, we get the the oh, what was that called in? It was Ty- like the Tyrannosonic or something like that. Yeah, but that's. That's what finishes off the the giant. We just get the because in Z Ranger, this was the first giant monster that they faced. Oh right, 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 right. This was like the was this the first or second episode? This is the first episode. They get the powers, and then at the the end of it, uh, the giant. Attacks oh right, them. right. It was a two parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So yeah, the Tyrannosaurus handles the monster on its own. Because in Z Ranger, the toys escalate. You don't get everything. Yeah. Um... We get the uh, Tyrannosonic, which is uh, where it does like the breath attack at the ground, and then the the tremor shoots up and and sends a, a shock wave through the earth that ends up killing the giant. Mm-hmm. Um, he fades in kind of like a. It's neat because it matches with the whole moon dust thing because he kind of fades into a magical dust. Yeah, it's neat. I like it. I accept it. Uh, we go to the juice bar and we're just catching on about these Power Rangers. They saved the whole park and they call themselves the Power Rangers. Yeah, Ernie's talking to someone who definitely doesn't go to school here. I mean, I, it looks like he's on the phone. Let's just say he's on the phone. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Okay. He's, on, he's on the phone. So Billy says the communicators work. So we can teleport and we can communicate. Oh god! This, yeah, this is so '90s. Now we can teleport and we can communicate. This is so '90s. That is Kimberly's line here, y'all. It's not the '90s because I can. I mean, I can communicate. There's a thing called the Apple Watch. Yeah, you could talk through that. You got phones. You got phones that have all the knowledge of the universe in them. You have lots of crazy stuff, but 
teleportation's not so 90s because I can't do it in 2018. <laughs> yeah, pour one out for 2018. I don't think, you, as we were watching this, I said out loud, like, I don't think you can say that during the decade. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could say, man, this is so... 20-aught. Yeah, this is so... No, we're in the... Yeah, this is so 20 odds. No, wait. Odds are... Jeez. You would call stupid. that the 2000s. 2000s to 2000... Like, 2000, 2010, those are the odds, right? Yeah. And these are the odd teens? or No, because odds zero. So these are the 20 teens? That's so 20 teens? Man, we're in the teens right now. So hot out here. Yeah. So, man, that's it so is so hot teens. out here. It's... God, I can't wait for more for God. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave in a couple That's days. so 20-teens, man. I can't wait to get close to the water. Oh, you're making $12 an hour and you have crippling depression? Man, that's so 20-teens. Oh, gas is three fifty. Uh Planet's going to collapse onto itself. That's so 20-teens. I guess you could say it. I guess you can make it, make it work in an ironic way. Yeah, you can say lots of like dread, dread, dreadful, aware. You have to say something incredibly self-deprecating, and then you can say it's so twenty teens. Yeah, 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 you can. Okay, but um, unironically, like just say announcing that uh, communicator watches and teleporting via them is so nineties is. I think that's a a faux pas, right? Is that it? Yeah, no. yeah, faux pas. Yeah. Because it's fashion football and then football. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, screw it, whatever. We'll go with that. That's it. Um, But yeah, the how we wrap up this episode, um, Zach sneaks up on Trini while they're all talking to her and saying, you know, good job in overcoming your fears. Zach sneaks up on her with a skeleton mask, which scares her right up the rope. I don't understand how a skeleton mask can scare you when you uh, you just fought a real-life skeleton monster. Yeah, it's true. Maybe she's still on edge. But yeah, he sneaks up on her with a skeleton mask, sends her right up the rope. And yeah. she's over her fear of heights. Yeah, because she got to the very top of that, and they, yeah, and they make fun of that. And that's the end of the episode. Another harmless episode in, uh, in the first batch of... Uh, I'll say then less than spectacular run here. <laughs> uh, but let's get right into episode three, shall we? This one's called Teamwork. Yeah. It's called... Which, guess what? That's what all the episodes are about. Because there was no group high five at the end of this one, so it was only called high five, and there was one high five. It's between Billy and Zach. There really was no high five. There has to be something we missed. Nope. We watched the episode twice today. High five, yeah, it's called high five for no reason. <laughs> Dang, I'm upset. High five, it's called high five for no reason. This one makes sense why it's called teamwork. Because every episode's about teamwork. They're a team. They you work could call, together. Yeah, you could call. You could call. You could call this teamwork episode. part five. Yeah, and it's only the third episode. Yeah, it's true. Um, we open up with Trini and Kimberly in the hallway of Angel Grove High. Um, looking to get signatures to close down a local dump. Yep. That's, I'm, I guess, uh, against regulations because it's got like. Well, I mean, they're in toxic high, materials. They're in high out. school. They just say that it's making everything stink. 
Yeah. We get, for the first time ever, Kaplan. Just the dumbest principal of all time. And I believe I said this in the first episode, but I have to say it again because it's just so prominent here. It looks it looks real bad. Like his piece looks real bad. It's a different color. Well, it looks like it looks like some like lazy town stuff. It looks it looks like he has like plastic hair on there. It looks like his hair came out of a frosting tube. <laughs> like it looks bad. Oh, like it, it, uh, I guess Kaplan is um Kaplan's asking, is this dump site really as bad as you make it sound? And Trini says, you should see it, because I... Have you seen the tires? <laughs> um, yeah, this this place is not up to code. They just got stuff hanging out. They got they got vats of, of bad goo just open in the air. They just got a pigeon named Terry hanging out. <laughs> it's... He it's, told me his name was Terry, and he's a pigeon. There so is. you tell me if it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> pigeons aren't. Yeah, p- pigeons shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, they're not they one should of just, the birds that can vocalize. They like should that. just walk by and go. And he went, "Hey, what you doing? My name's Terry. Come on over here." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't come over there. I, I absolutely refuse to come over there. Y'all buying tires? I got a surplus. <laughs> <laughs> there is puddles of new colors. Like brand new colors, never yeah, seen before. Like Squeen. And they they radiate heat. <laughs> like if if you if you Squeen is the same color as the green that you get out of the fruit roll ups. The ones that's like with electro blue and screaming green. That's Squeen. Yeah. Oh mm, that sounds delicious. They just radiate heat and tooth decay. Squeen is not a color you stick your hand in. If it's used to market your fruit snack. You best believe I'm getting it. Squeen's not something you put your hand in, but it's something you put in you. So Kimberly and Trini are trying to get rid of the dump. They have clipboards. They want people to sign. They want this dump gone because it is stinky. Rita lets us know that it's her dump. And it's her pollution that's going to destroy the planet. We're going to destroy the planet very slowly. <laughs> We're gonna pollute the planet. We're gonna the humans go... have this thing called pollution, and we will use their pollution against them. Yeah, and and go to yes, my queen. We use the pollution and destroy them. Yeah, we get we get to it after I eat breakfast. And God, don't talk to me before I have my coffee. Don't cut promos like that until. So, um, the girls get the boys to sign the petition and they say, we're going to go down to the dump. Um, we're going to go down to the dump. Do you want to come uh, dumping with us? <laughs> and then they like, and they all make up excuses. He's like, oh, I got a class. Yeah, he's like, I have a karate class I got to teach later. Billy says, I'm a president of the science club, man. We got our first meeting first ever. Meeting. And then Zach looks really distraught. Deer in the headlights kind of thing. And he says, Oh, Alpha said he's got to talk to me something about really. Got to talk to me about something really important. He looks super lying. He looks so lying here. He looks like he's about to go hang out with Bulk and Skull, but he's <laughs> ashamed of it. <laughs> something on that on that level. But uh, Trini says it's okay. We're gonna go alone, but it'd be a lot more impressive if we acted as a team. Hmm. Mm. Look at that. Look at that. 
Trini using that guilt. Yeah, but she says, thank you for signing the petition, guys. Definitely a Catholic. <laughs> so Bulk lets out a burp that can be heard down the hallway. <laughs> and so what, which makes Trini and Kimberly look their way. Bulk, is, Bulk and Skull are hanging out with uh, some lady, uh, some, I, I'm another Angel Grove goer. I imagine. We see her a couple other times throughout the series. Yeah. In the first couple of episodes, Bulk and Skull have a gang that's not just Bulk and Skull. Yeah. Other other people that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> other kids from the remedial class or something. It's something like that. Anyway, they throw some trash at, at uh, Trini and Kimberly. They dodge it, of course. Um, the trash rolls back and some guy comes by and picks up the trash and throws it into the can that's right next to That them. says recycle. And Bulk and Skull get real mad at that. And Skull holds a guy while Bulk dumps the contents of the can all over the dude. Real bully status. Really bully status. Can't defend any of this. And their, uh, their young lady friend, kicks. she, she goes, <laughs> and then kicks the recycle bin. Yeah, she bin. kicks the can with her heel and Kimberly in a... Just a flourish, just just a here's, here's showing the, off. Here's the dumb thing. She could just put a foot out and stopped it. Yeah. It's an empty plastic barrel. Yeah. It's not going to do any damage. But she decides to do a handspring over it. And when she does, Skull sees his opportunity. And he takes it. Guess he finally flipped over me. Which is, I mean, A for effort. Then they do the thing that Bulk and Skull just, it's just their thing. For the first, Where they just run at a woman, arms outstretched. Um, they end up embracing each other and then freak out that they're that close to each other, and they <laughs> both fall into recycling recycling men. cans that are behind them. Trini has to say, uh, Trini, Trini has to say, well, it looks looks like it's time to take out the trash and deliver these petitions. Uh, and then Bulkat, she uh, she tugs on Bulk. He's too fat, you know. He he's stuck. Go can't get him out of the can. Skull stuck as well. Uh, <laughs> well, Rita, I guess Rita, Rita purchased some a... real estate, and she's like, oh, they're about to walk <laughs> into my waste dump. <laughs> the first bit of property she buys on Earth, which is this... I got this prime this, moon base, this, but I need this dirty uh, dirt factory. I like, I don't get it. I don't get what it is, Rita. But she, yeah, first thing she does is just buy this... Like, buy, buys an acre of, of, of turd and just has it filled with discarded machinery and, and silos and stuff like that. And, like, they're going to wander into my waist, though. Those girls Rita, don't stand a chance. Rita's the kind of person that goes into Costco and's like, well, you know, I mean, they're selling bread by bulk. And, I mean, bread doesn't go bad that fast. We could use all this bread. <laughs> Yeah, right. And then she throws away half the bread because it was a no really bad. No one that much bread. Yeah. yeah, not even Goldar and his dog body. Yeah. Goldar probably... Goldar definitely has a 12-pack. Yeah. Goldar doesn't eat bread. All Goldar <laughs> eats is steak and happiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. He, he turned... Scorpina turns into a monster, and the only thing he drinks is her venom. Jeez. Goldar is just like, look, I'm cut. The venom helps. <laughs> he he's like one of those dads that's obsessed no, with no, apple cider vinegar. There's no, oh. except it's just <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no empty calories in yeah. venom. You know, yeah he he knows what he's getting and it's killing everything inside of him that's not what he needs. So, 
So Rita's plan is apparently to buy something vile and horrendous and hope the Rangers walk into it because that's exactly what Kimberly and Trina is doing. But Squat and Babu are like, if they wander into your plant, won't they won't them finding out that it's yours ruin your plan of polluting the planet? Rita doesn't really have an answer for it. Rita's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. And well, Goldar's like, uh, how about this? Let's just uh, meet in the middle here. We'll ambush them with putties. Right? While they're down there, we'll ambush them with putties while we finish making this monster. And then we'll send down the monster. And we'll send down the monster. Cool? Cool. Now we get some shots of this dump, and we get some actually kind of gnarly, get some get, gnarly Wasserman action here. We get some squeen. Like, it's just, just a lot of left out screen doors, because those were popular in the 90s. Yeah, there's, um, like I said, drums filled with whatever. Just a lot of drums that have had been out there for so long that there's a lot of acid It that's looks like them. so many turkeys have been flash fried. In that drum, like over the span of twenty years, twenty years, yeah, Let's just 20 use years. that number. Never has the grease been emptied, though. Um, there's just steam. Oh yeah, no, that's in all pollution factories. There's uh <laughs> it really is just a pollution factory. There's a there's a pipe running across to whatever. Oh yeah, that's the gravy pipe. <laughs> the gravy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where you make it ground gravy. Yeah, making the ground gravy. Um, yeah, the putties come in, and they like like Goldar wants. They ambush the girls. Uh, we get like a kind of like a little run and fight. Yeah, there was a karate yell according to the subtitles. <laughs> There's a karate <laughs> yell. Yeah, yeah, but Kimberly's running up these busted pollution stairs and Trini chopping people down. Yeah, Trini's chopping people and letting them punch each other. Trini's just doing an excellent job of yeah. being a ranger. And Kimberly is just like, I gotta run and kick. I gotta... Yeah, Kimberly, I can only fight one at a time, so let's Kimberly, make it so only one can get Kimberly's to me. Definitely, Kimberly definitely evolves so much as a fighter. Yeah. Like, by the end of the first season, she's doing crazy stuff and just so assured of herself in fighting these guys. Uh, like, in the first part, it's, like, it's more like, I don't want to get dirty, you know? Yeah. I, I'll kick you, but I don't want to get dirty. Um, we come to find out at at the command center what uh, what Alpha Five wanted to th- like. Alpha Five actually wanted to say something to Zach, which is the surprising thing. Because as I was watching Zach come up with a reason to not go, I thought he was lying. It looked like the biggest lie. That's okay, ever been told. so when we were there, we were like Alpha wanted to learn about racism and why he <laughs> said what he said. Yeah, why why it was. <laughs> Why being told that, why dismissing the homeboys and homegirls comment was the first thing that he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> why that could be viewed as problematic. But we get to the command center and Zach is just kind of doing the, like, just kind of, <laughs> you, you watch Always Sunny? Yeah. So like, uh, when uh, Charlie and Dennis are high in the back office and, and Charlie's just dancing for Dennis, yeah. Dennis sits in the chair kind of what's going on here. Zach's just dancing for Alpha, and Alpha's just kind of like mesmerized by it. Um, really cool dance. We get the dance, uh, we get the Zach dance music going. Zach's doing his moves, dump, being dump, fresh, dump, dump. looking good. Uh, Alpha's watching the whole thing, and this is what Alpha wanted to go over, is what do you, what do you, what do you call that? Why you move like that? 
<laughs> Why you move like that? So oh, and he does the hand slap the yeah, the, get, the front and the back. Yeah. Oh, uh, the alarm goes off. <laughs> the buddies have outnumbered the girls. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I love it. So there's a part when they're looking in the viewing globe. They're looking in the viewing globe, and the putties, uh, each each uh, Trini and Kimberly both have a putty, have their arms like they're they're like being captured by them, right? Well, there are only like four one, putties. One at this real point t- in the shooting. One real tall putty has Trini on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. The other putty has is uh, came up to Kimberly from behind and and has her in kind of like a bear hug kind of thing. And while he's doing that, another squatter chubbier putty comes up and grabs that putty by the waist by the waist <laughs> like doing a little conga line kind of thing and the first putty clearly like looks at him like what are you doing don't touch me like like, like he's, he's he's like what are you doing why like, i don't <laughs> do that's in trouble do that's in trouble that's the uh that's the call from uh alpha as we go as we go to a commercial break but yeah we come back they're looking at the same scene uh Need Jason and Billy to teleport here immediately, which they do. Let them know the girls are in trouble. They're all looking at the same scene yet again. Okay, let's go help them. No, wait, there's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just in time for for this, uh, the was it Mighty Minotaur? Uh, what Billy calls him is a most menacing Minotaur. The Minotaur is finished. Almasmatic doesn't even get put in a palace it gets sent down to earth immediately in a big big uh laser beam explosion combination and zoran's like get to the dumps like wait a minute rita sent down a monster you better deal with him first even though that's never how it's done (laughs) but uh they comply they get sent down to deal with the menacing minotaur yeah we get a boy fight i feel like it's mighty minute like i feel like i know he we just heard it but like i feel like it's like mighty minotaur. Maybe that's something else. It doesn't matter. He goes out like a fart in the wind. <laughs> they they try to blade blasters on it. No use. Blocks got a it shield. with a shield. Yeah, he's got a cool like mace, and he's got a sh- shield with four horns on it. Real neat looking monster. Uh, I had this toy. He had a cool like mace oh, yeah, bash no. in action. No, he definitely was one that moved his hands. So, <laughs> oh, this is the bad part. Kimberly um, and Trini are fighting some buddies still, and there's only two left, and they decide to trap them in barrels. Yeah, they charge at... That's just... In the first first few episodes, that happens a, a lot. Of, a lot people of charging. charging at each other, and people sidestepping that nonsense. Yeah. People sidestepping that mess. Because that's what happens. Uh, the girls sidestep it, and they... Well, first they get kicked around a bit, and then they then they get thrown into the barrels. Yeah, uh, there's a real... There's a like there's I mean, you a, can check it out on your own. There's a very funny scene that we're not going to go into detail on it. Just just, just some ill-fitting costumes. There's some ill-fitting costumes. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Goldar is now on the scene. Uh, <laughs> Goldar is now on the scene. It's somewhere in Angel Grove. Send uh, the girls like, there. Yeah. Uh, Zoran's very explicitly says their only hope is working together as a team. Uh, which is the theme of this episode. They get sent to another part of Angel Grove. Where uh, they gotta fight more putties and Goldar. Yeah. We get a cool, I like, I get a cool scene of Goldar outstretching his arms and the putties flip over him. Really neat. Uh, all Japanese footage, obviously, here. 
Um, we get some awesome action from Trini and Kimberly. Trini doing some like uh, judo kind of stuff going on. Get a shot. They're, of- they're doing some real bad cuts here because they're doing some cuts to work Goldar's big and then yeah, small. Yeah, I, yeah, I was noticing that too. Um, a lot of tumbling. Now we're on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trini jumps on Goldar from behind, trying to restrain him. Uh, Goldar, Goldar breaks free of her. We get some more action with Trini, kind of just doing a lot of jumping and tumbling, like I said. Yeah, uh, being very just, agile, just beach fighting. About. Beach fighting. Yeah, it went real fast from a dump, and they got transported from. To be fair, to some kind of park, to a beach, but hey, Angel man, Grove's a small place. Everything, yeah, everything's adjacent to everything. And uh, Zordon's, as he's watching this, as he's watching the boys struggle taking on the Minotaur, Zordon mentions something about secret weapons, which which <laughs> I complained about a bit because Zordon has this weird kind of tier unlocking thing where hey, he's like, said, "Oh, you're level three. Yeah, you, like you said it well. That like he set the rule where you know don't escalate the fight, and escalating the fight would be introducing more weapons. I get that, but it is. Re- just a little reckless, you know? What if they die before that they even get a chance to, you know? What if they get thrown up against something so, you know, powerful that they need, they need the weapons to start with? And, eh, whatever. Rita. What if what if Ecliptor showed up right now? <laughs> <laughs> From four seasons later. No, like six seasons later. Uh, she's... Get the cars. You know, get the get, 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 if Ecliptor showed up, bring the boy from space that lost his sister. Yeah, yeah. Like just uh, bring so, the space boy and the frozen space boy. Zordon has a plan B, a plan C, plan D, plan E, all that. He's got a plan Dino and Thunder. That's, that's me putting it like that's that's me doing some PR work for him. Honestly, it's reckless and silly that it's done in such a way he sent five kids to space in the 70s and four of them ended up dead mm-hmm. i don't know maybe he's kind of like a you know don't make waves you ride them bro he's yeah. like yeah we have these swords because five kids died for them before yeah yeah if a clip door came down right now i would like to see how zoro reacted would he just let those kids die would he look at him and go well, we have the cars <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 And the cars didn't go. Fish, fish the keys out of my candy bowl. There, Alpha. Uh, let's go to the downstairs power chamber. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, I just got some kids killed. We need to. We need to go into hiding for. A bit. We need to go to the basement chamber. <laughs> yeah, we can get out of here. <laughs> killed five more kids. Uh, so the fight's going well for Rita. Naturally, she makes a minotaur big. She's like, "Yeah, let's nip this in the bud. Step on these three kids. Squat and Babu were throwing rocks at them. Yeah, they that." They were like the most active as Squat and Babu get because they weren't throwing rocks. No. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, <laughs> as Minotaur is big, we get a st- stupid <clears throat> looking shot where we have some guy. It's Jason. It's Austin. Yeah, we have poor Austin in uh, in suit, and he's just stepping. He's kind of like crab walking in place, or duck walking in place, I should say. Oh. He's duck walking in place. His bracers are way too big. His helmet is a nice maroon kind of kind of crimson. It's way darker than his suit. It's a way darker helmet, and it's not like it's not anything to do with like what it's reflecting off of or anything. It's it is just a shade darker. Oh, you mean the camera? 
that's reflecting off of it. The camera's reflecting off of it, yes. Then we get an upshot of a of a Kimberly and Trini uh, talking talking to Jason as Jason's calling for help because the monster's big now. And it's again giant Trini, which is American costumes. American costumes, giant Trini, which is a kind of it's a ongoing gag for us because it happens a few times where the suit actor for Trini is just tall because Twee is tall. Yeah. Yeah, I get <laughs> like well, well, I mean that's that can't that's too much of a discrepancy between them though. That's like way too tall, I feel. I don't know. I mean, you think that's her? I don't think that he was paying a second person to wear the suit. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. You're this right. This is talking about Sapan. I guess you I guess you just don't really notice it. But yeah. until you're 30. Until you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but uh they call on the Zords. We get the footage that we've know, seen quite a few times. Yeah. Now, cool thing about this fight though is that we all we get individual Zord action. Uh the pterodactyl fires lasers down at Goldar and the putties just to like get out of here. Mrs. Goldar Goldar runs forward like either he's scared or he's charging his enemy or the cameraman. Um, Triceratops uh, uses its um, its tail like like where it switches <laughs> off and it makes like a little sentry turret. It's a little tail cannon. Tail cannon. The saber tooth tiger also has a tail cannon, except it's like a beam rifle. Yeah, it's cool. Dodges some lasers from the Minotaur horns. Jumps across the screen as a tiny tiger. Real tiny. Just runs through the sky. Yeah. Uh, Mastodon uses its ice nozzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it uses it's, its cold horn. It's cold. cold it's cold. It's cold trunk. <laughs> the Triceratops decides it's going to hold him. Yeah, they, we get, I think it's only like two or three times total in the entire series, which is we have the Triceratops horn shoot out and the chains, uh, you, you like it, uh, it ties around the uh, Minotaur's horns pulls it to the ground with the chains still connected to the Triceratops. Rarely get to see those chains. Like, rarely, rarely, rarely. Yeah, and when you buy the toy for the Ultra Zord, you rarely get to see those chains again because you lose them mm-hmm. as soon as you open your Ultra Zord. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, we get Megazord action. They bring them together. And then Zordon's like, no, you can't beat them. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're shooting them in tank mode. And uh, Alpha's freaking out because the Zords have no effect on him. Doesn't seem to be slowing the Minotaur at all. Zordon says, "Now it's well. Now it's time. Come back to the command center for new instructions." Rita starts to celebrate because, well, the Rangers just took off and the Zords went into hiding. So let's make the Minotaur small again. Like, why not just leave him big? I if feel the like mi- that's like I kind of feel like that should be an irreversible thing. The getting big. Yeah. Well, later in the series, we see a monster go big, small, big, small, big, small, big, small. That's true. With Cardiotron. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. Um, now, very big part in Power Rangers, just lore and mythos, whatever you want to call it, uh, they get introduced to their power weapons. It's yeah. really cool. They get introduced to these big, clunky American props. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. They look good. Um... Jason gives a plan as they're teleporting back to the Minotaur's location, which I always thought was interesting, them talking mid-teleportation, that they have enough time to do that, because I felt like it's instantaneous, you know? Yeah. 
but it shows him mid-travel, and Jason says, All right, we can give him a taste of our weapons, and if that doesn't work, we'll bring them together and give him a taste of our power. Um, so we get a cool weapon transformation sequence that doesn't make sense in the sense of the American footage, but it still looks really cool. It looks amazing with the effects, like yeah. the, the awesome day-glow lighting shooting out of them and stuff like that. Yeah, like they're... They're regular daggers, regular axes, spears, all of that. Yeah, the ancient weapons get turned into the power weapons, and that's just still holds up. You'll you'll find out in the next couple episodes of Power Play Throw. Yeah, it looks dope. It looks really, really good. I love it. Um, they start whacking on this poor beast. Yeah, well, he had a club and a shield, and now they got weapons too. Yeah. Uh, the power sword starts glowing in Jason's hand. And Zordon says, now's the time. Bring them together. And we get the first showing of the power cannon. Yeah. And they instinctively know how to make it. So I think that comes with the power. Well, I mean, like, when Billy got in the Tyrannosaurus in the first episode, they're like, oh, this is great. And he's like, yeah, it's like second nature driving it. It's crazy. I think you, yeah. Yeah, there's just something that gets hardwired into you when you become a Power Ranger. Stuff you instinctively know. It makes sense, like, when they transfer over powers and stuff like that, they have to, right? They can't, there's no time for training. No. Yeah, like, you know, like, Adam and Rocky and Aisha and stuff, they they get right into it. But the power cannon just houses, just houses the Minotaur. Rita's throwing a fit, everyone's blaming each other, Goldar's blaming <laughs> Finster. It's like, you're a stupid monster. Yeah. <laughs> calling, calling him a coward. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's... We go, back, end, we go back to the school. Yeah, and this, we finish off at the school where they're, they're in the hallway by themselves, and that trash can, those trash cans are still tipped over. And they're just Well, those trash. two weren't tipped over. Those were the ones that Bulk and Skull got put in. But they must have tipped them over as they were getting out. Yeah. But regardless, nothing's been cleaned up. There's still trash all over the floor. Kaplan sees the only people in the hallway, which is the five brightest students in their school. And blames them for it. Yeah. Luckily, uh, the PA goes off. It's like, Miss Quagmire wants to talk to you, Principal Kaplan. He's actually just Mr. Kaplan at this point. Oh, he has no, like, official title at this yeah. juncture. Um, so here we go. Teamwork. Like, they learn when Kaplan takes off, like, we can get this cleaned up if we work together. And they do. They clean it up real fast. Barely. There's so much stuff still on the floor. There's still some stuff on the floor, but acceptable for a directly after school kind of hallway situation. Just, just murdered a monster situation. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. Everyone evacuated. There was a giant monster. Yeah. So this looks it's fun. new to this city. To this city. It is new to this city. It is, uh, but it will become integral to their infrastructure. Not the monsters attacking part, but it... But the construction sector in Angel Grove? (laughs) The city takes care of them. Yeah, I feel like they're, like, pit crew fast. There's definitely a damage ink in Angel Grove. Yeah, I feel like it is, like, a pit crew fast kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you took out this uh, skyscraper? Don't worry, we'll have a new skyscraper up by next week. It'd be great. Yeah, like, they they have it it down. They have it down so, so well, so pat. They're incredible. But uh, they get the trash back into the cans. Um, Kaplan comes around like, what happened to the mess? And they all act like, mess, what mess? Must be losing it, old timer. Yeah, and Kaplan's like, oh. 
I must have not. Yeah, he gets this disgusted look on his face and he turns the corner all angry. I definitely don't have this disease where I have no memory, do I? Can you just put it together that they cleaned it up and be happy that they cleaned it up? Like No, but they saw it. Why was it still out there? Why did they see it and it wasn't just picked up immediately? You know, Kaplan, Kaplan could suck my butt. I don't like Kaplan at all. Never have. What has he done? He's, he he's been like an authority figure that's not an authority figure. Uh, what has he done? He Well, we're just going to give a preview of the rest of the season. Uh, he's given good boys and girls detention. Mm-hmm. He's assaulted a student. He has. He has humiliated students in he's front bullied, of the school. Yeah, he's bullied students. He's, he's a bully. Yeah. He almost didn't announce Tommy as part of the football team and bulk in his crowning achievement. Yeah, that's true. Because that's he dropped a paper. Gross. Yeah, like you know, imagine, imagine if that happened, and he would have, if that did, if the paper wasn't brought to his attention by Zach, he would have never rectified it. He never would have rectified it. Even well, if he came across some document that showed that they were on the team, he wouldn't have rectified it because I feel like he's that kind of dude. Kaplan needs to be infallible, like Jim Jones. Yeah, Kaplan sucks. I don't like him. I don't like him. Um. Yeah, well, thankfully, Zordon chimes in after Kaplan leaves. But uh, Zordon <laughs> congratulates him and says, Excuse the static. Alpha's dancing. He keeps short-circuiting the control console. We get to see Alpha doing some white boy dancing, like, real bad. Just hammer-fisting the controls on the uh, of the command center and sending sparks everywhere and going, ay yeah, yeah. Zach seems to have trouble with this line because this can... <laughs> it comes is, out real is, unnaturally. This is really hard to believe that this is the best take they had. But he, yeah, he, this... This was this, the end this, of a long this, day of shooting. Yeah, yeah, it must be that. Because this line falls out of his mouth like a melting ice cube. <laughs> He's like, Alpha, man, forget, forget about, about the, the hip-hop. Yeah, like... Just be a robot. Yeah. Keep being a robot and keep that console working. And then he... He sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch trying to do an American accent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's the end of the episode. And that is the first three episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The very first three. Y'all, we did it. It felt like we were walking through mud, but we we got to the water. Yeah. And that water is... We're one day closer to Power Morphicon. Or it is Power Morphicon. Because yeah. uh, or it's past Power Morphicon. I don't know when you're listening to it, but we love it. Uh, you had yeah, Power Morphicon's going on right now. Unless Well it's this not. would be this would be Monday. Oh, this would be yeah, Power Morphicon's going on this week. Yeah. So it's coming up. Unless it's happening right now. Unless it's already done. That and that's uh that's the magic of a uh, of a uh, podcast for you. You, New episode every day this week. Yeah. Until Saturday. We're not putting out an episode on Saturday and Sunday. So we're putting... Next week, Monday through Friday, new episodes. Putting out 10 episodes in 14 days. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I love Power Rangers. Dan loves Power Rangers. I love Power Rangers. We're happy to have you with us on this journey, this retrospective that we've already completed oh. the first track of it. Oh, oh. Something that we're only going to talk about in things that get recorded after the episodes have already been recorded. Uh, If you like the podcast and you want to support us more and you want to hear 
about other shows like VR Troopers and Mystic Knights and all of that. That's right. Mystic Knights. Mystic we, Knights. I'm tearing to know. We do have a Patreon. Big Bad Beetleborgs. Patreon.com slash Power Playthrough. For as low as a dollar, you can get another podcast. That's once a month. Yeah. That's the Boom Comics podcast. But uh, you'll get access to all of the past stuff, anything that we've ever put this show, put out. The Power Rangers and the Sentai will always be free. Always. You'll always be able to catch this. So you'll always be able to catch Power Rangers and the Sentai Power Playthrough for free. But if you guys want, and geez, you are so appreciated if you do, for, as Dan said, as low as a dollar, you will be getting podcasts on the other Saban family shows. Yeah, yeah. All of that. And we'll be uh, talking about that more and more. In season two, like it's going to be pushed so lightly in season one that you probably won't even hear about it again for 20 yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, you, um, won't, you won't hear it. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to, we love you. We love you even if you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon.com slash power playthrough for as low as a dollar, you're going to get more podcasts. For as high as five dollars, you're going to get even if more. You're hearing podcasts. these words, I love you in general. Even yeah. if you, it wasn't your cup of tea, I love you for just checking it out anyway. That means so much to me. It genuinely does. But, um, want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. You can check them out at rainer.bandcamp.com. And I think this is where we're going to wrap this one up. So thank you so much for listening to Power Playthrough, and may the power protect you. Ambush them with hoodies. What is that?